welcome to The Straw Hat with Rabbi David Wolkenfeld and Rabbinate Goldie Guy. We are the official podcast of Anshe Shalom B'nai Israel Congregation, an Orthodox synagogue in the Lakeview neighborhood of Chicago, Illinois. We are recording on a very special week, Rabbinate Goldie, and uh, I want to, on behalf of all of our listeners and the entire community, I want to offer you a Mazaltov on your engagement to Jonathan. Uh, Thank you. Uh, this was really, really thrilling, thrilling news. Um, uh, not necessarily surprising news for all of us, but 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 you've thr- seen him around. I've seen him around. I've seen him around, yeah. uh, and uh, um, I just want to say I haven't just seen him around. I've also like admire him. Okay, and, and uh, I think he's really great. And um, so do I. I, I that that good. <laughs> Glad to do. <laughs> And I hope you always think he's great, and uh, and and just really, 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 just thrilled for you, for the two of you. Um, and it's something very special when two great people um, find each other, and they're great together. And through shul, found each other through shul. That is correct. Another <laughs> ASBI success story, um, uh, which we, we love. That we love those kinds of uh, stories. It's ASBI inspiring. Hashtag ASBI inspiring. Absolutely. Oh, you're gonna try to get. You should get your uh, wedding in the New York Times. You should go for that. And hashtag ASBI inspiring. Well, after it's in the New York Times, then we can put it up on the bulletin board. Like that's uh, okay. I'll I'll speak to my people. Speak to your people. You I don't know, know who those people are. You know, I got I, I hmm. <laughs> somebody. One of their reporters wrote reached out to me about like if there are like neat Chicago weddings, I should tell her or him. But I don't remember who what their name is. So somewhere in my email, I have like a contact with like the weddings person at the New York. All right, well we'll, we'll see we'll see what we can do. Okay, like, like you're an important person, you know, like uh, you know, like you're, you're you know, like you should. Anyway, so that's not the least important uh, element of this. But Mazalta, really really happy with you guys, and uh, just wish you lots and lots of happiness and lots of achas and just thank uh, you. Build a bite Neman Israel. The Lakeview. The Lakeview. Yes, a home loyal to the traditions of Israel. In like you, <laughs> exactly, exactly, um, and it's also a week with some with some bitter sweet news. As we're recording this on Tuesday, we are, I don't know, twenty four to forty eight hours away from uh, Rabbi Nicole. You're sharing uh, news with the congregation that that you're going to be leaving Anche Shalom uh, at some point uh, this spring for for a new position, uh, and uh, so I, we have. Quite a few more, or several more <laughs> podcasts to record before then, so I, I don't want to dwell on, on your departure, but I just wanted to just acknowledge and, and, and thank you for uh, what you've given us um, f- and what you're going to give us for the next few months. <laughs> and, uh, um, I'm but, still here. And, and, and just wish you, again, like lots and lots of success. You, you have had a really, really profound impact on our community, and your impact on Clystrell is going to... Um, it's going to grow, I, I know, and I'm really honored that uh, that our community played played a part of that. Thank you so much. Um, I uh, it is bittersweet. It is really bittersweet. I was teaching in my partial class this morning and thinking about having not having that anymore, you know. And I'll be sad to miss uh, some uh, a lot of the points of connection that I have with everyone in this community, just in my day to day. It's really. Community's become part of my life, and it's right. It's my work, but it's also part of my life, and um, things that make my day meaningful. Uh, my Torah study, my what I think about, and and it's going to be a big, a big transition. It's going to be a big transition, uh, a loss in some ways, and. Uh, so I want to give you another bracha then, okay? In light of that, which is that the relationships that are uh, built on 
like substantial matters, like conversations of substance about like meaningful things, uh, those relationships endure, and the bracha they should endure. And uh, <laughs> I, I can tell you from personal experience, having you know worked in one community for five years and left, that there are people who still reach out, and I try to keep them part of people's lives, and right. people who I met here, and we had like substantial relationships here around issues of importance when they've moved elsewhere. Um, many, many of them keep in touch, and it's incredibly right. gratifying when people uh, keep in touch, even when that initial <laughs> professional right. relationship doesn't exist anymore. It's incredibly gratifying, and my bracha is that that should, I, I'm, I'm sure it will. Thank you. Uh, right, I'm it's sure also, it right, it's kind of different, right? I'll be, I'll be transitioning in one way, but I hope to stay part of the community, um, at least, uh, you know, for the near future. Um, so I'll be here, right? I just won't be in my, I'll still be a rabbinit in the community, just not in a professional capacity as much for ASBI. Fantastic, um, fantastic. So I'm still here. Fantastic. <laughs> this Friday night is a women's Kabbalat Shabbat. Um, that's really exciting. It's been a couple of months since we've had one. Yeah. And, uh, well, we've had waves of... We've had waves of illness. So yeah, we are taking advantage. We're going to like, it's like a... There's you know, a lull, there's so a you lull. run for it. Run for the <laughs> lull. That's exactly... Yeah, no, just like as an aside, I think that's... I really think it's important or, or advisable to do. Like, I think there was a period of time. Uh, some people lasted weeks, some people lasted months mm-hmm. or years where it's like, okay, we're going we're gonna to like hold our breaths and just wait until this is over. Mm-hmm. And that, I think that, that made a lot of sense when that we thought that was going to happen. But I, mm-hmm. I think as that seems less and less likely, it seems more and more important to just like be constantly calibrating right. what we do. And so it looks, thank God, like the numbers in Chicago have not been this good since right. before... Delta, like really they have not been this good since June of 2021 <laughs> and um, please God will continue to get better in the coming weeks. So like, okay, so now yeah, that so it's, if you feel safe, it's safer than it's been for months mm-hmm. and we should take it like, I want to take advantage. If you feel safe, come join us. I think it's, it's just been really rejuvenating to be in community with people, to see people again yeah. at Shul, to have, right. We've talked about how more kids are coming back mm-hmm. and programming is full, you know, full fledged and. Yes. So this is part of that, right? Come come back to your women's tefillah community, right? And that we have uh, great speakers and great leaders lined up. Molly Jarrett's going to be leading Kabbalah Shabbat, and Lori mm. Kaufman's giving the Dvar Torah, and it's going to be beautiful. We'll sing together. I, I'm just I'm really looking forward to it. I'm That's so great. excited. And then there's snacks, right? There's like a and kiddush. then there's <laughs> going to be a little l'chaim for me and Jonathan, so oh. that'll be really nice. That's nice. Is he, is he Thank you to, to the. I don't know if he gets to come. It's like, uh, a, it's like a shower because at the end, maybe. maybe it's like a sh- I think it's to come at the end and say, like, Yeah, maybe. Okay. That's really, really special. It's really special. I mean, look, women's it's a really nice liturgical element of our community, women leading to feel out for other women. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm glad we can do it again. And just again, in general, I just think like, you know, it, it's, uh, I think objectively it is safer now than it has been for many months. And I just want to encourage you to take advantage of that. We don't know how long it will last. Uh, it might not last forever. Mm-hmm. So like while, while, while things are, are looking better, uh, I encourage people to take advantage of that and, and prioritize community and, and, and these, these types of... And nourish yourself, yeah. right? There's mm-hmm. like a big, there's a big part of you that's, miss, that's missing when you don't engage yeah. in community. And like sometimes you don't miss it once it's been gone for too long. And Correct. It's so nourishing. Come, <laughs> we'll sing together. I'm really excited. Yeah, yeah. I, I was uh, um, talking to somebody over Shabbat who... Um, who lives in, in Teaneck and you, you know, Teaneck is a land of like giant modern Orthodox schools and um, those giant modern Orthodox schools are, are, are struggling to mm-hmm. get people back. And it's, the schools are so big, I think that it's sort of maybe less noticeable, right. but uh, he said like people who 
went to house minyanim and backyard minyanim, haven't really returned. And once you have so many options, you could just stay home and no one knows, right? So mm. it, it's uh, sort of interesting. Like these, these challenges that we faced are, are being faced like really across the country. And I, I, I definitely understand the appeal of uh, diving in your living room on you know, sleeping late, diving in your living room and having a second cup of coffee. Like I, I, that's, I understand the appeal, but I, I think in the, in the greater scheme of things, uh, a life that includes a more robust, thick connection to community is, is actually a, a happier life and a life that has more opportunities for Kedusha and for Chesed and, and, you know, and human interactions. This Shabbat, you're hosting uh, the Teens for Lunch. That yeah. is super exciting. I'm hosting our, our new crop of Madrichim and uh, nice. uh, our young teens who have taken over, uh, jumped into leadership, really. They really are excited to be leading and, and, and teaching. And it's been so fun to work with them. Like, I, you know, it's really, it's been an opportunity to get to know them and also to really help them foster that sense of giving back, right? That they can be leaders. They can, they can teach Torah. They teach davening and they're, and they're role models for the younger kids. And it's really fun. And, uh, we're going, I'm going to have them over for Shabbat lunch. Just have like a little bit of a bonding session. We'll, we'll eat some nice vegetarian food together. <laughs> I warned them it's vegetarian, but uh, my kids are coming all the same. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They, we'll see after they listen to this. Um, I hope they do come, uh, and it should be really nice. It should be a really nice. I, I'm time. really happy about it. I think the um, we net this this cadre of teens who are involved in leading groups and, and working, you know, under your guidance on Shabbat morning. I don't think we, I don't recall having that many teens in shul, like sort of engaged in like shul programming, assuming responsibility, you know, for mm-hmm. others and for themselves. Um, uh, so since I've been here, we haven't seen it, and I, I don't think there were. And I think it, you know, from what they tell me, there weren't so many teens you know, for many years before that. Also, so it's really nice to to see that, and I I hope it's like meaningful for them as well as like it's obviously helping the the younger kids. Yeah, but it's great to like take advantage like now that you have them. You know, uh, answering to you, like try to like you know to give them some professional development opportunities. Yes, and, I really and, hope and, to. And so that's what I hope. My hope is that we're going to, and I've already spoken to them about it, but we'll talk more about it at the mm-hmm. for those who won't be at the lunch, which is everyone else <laughs> listening to this podcast. We're gonna do some training, and maybe we'll I'll do, I'll give them a little bit of my wisdom as uh, as an educator, yeah. as a about how to structure classes, how to engage the kids. In a, in, in a stronger way. And also these kids will hopefully be growing up in the shul, right? So hopefully these, they're young teens now and they'll be older teens and they'll be part of the leadership now training those amazing. who come after them as well. Hopefully it'll be a legacy. So Terrific. Amazing. Amazing. So that should be a great lunch and, and, <laughs> and, and, and the benefit I think will redound, you know, for, the, for weeks to come. So that's really great. So we're recording this after a uh, having spent some time chatting about uh, you know like you know the weeks ahead and, and things happening in the shul. We sort of had like it's like a work meeting that that is sort of um, flowing into a podcast recording session. So like very much in our mind are like the things that we're um, planning and and uh, for, for the weeks ahead at the shul. And I'm really excited about. Um, the plans that are coalescing for, I guess we don't have a title for it. I, I've been calling it the Purim Extravaganza. Uh, there was a desire for an extravaganza, so we are having a Purim Extravaganza. Say like the big reunion. The big reunion, okay. Or something okay. with a, we got to do alliteration. That's probably your best bet. I, I, the alliteration <laughs> we'll is my favorite literary device, so I'm all about... Um, a haiku named event. <laughs> alliteration. So let's, can we say a little bit about the content? Like what we are having, this is Purim afternoon, um, kids, yeah. adults, like what's going on? It'll be Perm Afternoon, 
And it's going to be community-wide, welcoming everyone back, kind of this feeling of really seeing each other again and being able to celebrate, especially on Purim, which was kind of a traumatizing moment in our in, in Jewish communities across the world. Um, there'll be kids entertainment. We're going to have an animal show, a reptile show for kids at the beginning. It'll start around 4.30 or so, and uh, we'll have pre-entertainment for the Megillah. Uh, we'll also hopefully have games around, a Mishloch note making station. We'll have a an efficient and accurate and festive Megillah reading. Amazing. At, uh, <laughs> what was our timing for that it exactly? It was like 5.15 or like so. 5.15 yeah. to 6-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, Shkia is pretty late and it works in our favor. Um, and then we're going to have a catered meal um, with with uh, also with bartending. <laughs> That'll be a lot of fun. Um, and we'll have an entertainer. Amazing. Um, should I tease it or do you <laughs> go ahead? I think you can, you know, he hasn't signed the contract yet, but I he hasn't signed the contract yet, <laughs> but we've been in conver- extensive conversation. Uh, his name is Ari Lesser. He's actually doing a tour throughout Chicagoland. Uh, and he's very sought after. He does these really fun, uh, songs and, and, uh, he has a repertoire of songs that is vast, uh, and he does improvisation, I think, uh, and he's going to be, it's going to be really fun. He can make up songs about anything, including holiday themes, but also anything else. Um, and that's going to be really fun to have him around. He, he has a very, he has a very like extensive like YouTube channel. Yes. So I spent some time like looking at some of it. He has like a, I think his kosher animal rap is very creative <laughs> I, that I enjoyed. Um, I think he's a, he's a very, very talented. Edutainment. And talented person. So educational <laughs> and fun. Okay. Yeah. So that, that's poor match. And that'll be around while we also have other entertainment happening for the kids. Uh, we'll have, it's going to be a center on Halstead. It'll be really lovely to have all the shul gather there and feel excited about coming together, celebrating our reunion. And, amazing, uh, amazing. And you don't have, I mean, doing mitzvah together. Yeah, we're also having Megillah reading at the conventional times. It's Purim night, Purim yes. morning, Shachris, <laughs> right? Well, all the normal Megillah readings are, are happening. But uh, since we wanted to have a Purim celebrate, you know, like I think in, you know, this year Purim is so late to have a kids' event, era of Purim, it just gets, it just gets very, very late. And I know for, it's just hard for some families with younger children. Mm-hmm. It's also always a little bit awkward to have a kids' event with food and snacks on what is for adults. A fast, a fast day, day tiny Esther. <laughs> so that's always, it's always like an awkward moment. Um, so this and way, we avoid that. We have like a long Purim afternoon. We can have a... F- and event. we incorporate like actual Asiat mitzvot, right? Yes, we're, we're doing mitzvot. If it's day of, <laughs> yes. we can do the mitzvot of the day together. Yes, and it's a great opportunity to do that, especially if you can't do it early when you're rushing off to work, et cetera, et cetera. Yes, exactly. So I think it's going to be really special and I'm really excited. There'll I'm be really... Torah, there'll be mitzvot, there'll be fun, there'll be games, there'll be food. And reptiles, <laughs> and reptiles. And reptiles. Who are not food, who are not food. <laughs> Uh, amazing, amazing. So, so that, that reptiles that's, are so, friends, not food. Reptiles <laughs> are friends, not food. Correct. So, um, so, so look to your emails and look for the bulletin, and hopefully, in the coming days, will as the details get uh, fleshed out, um, the event will be publicized, um, and that should be fun. It should be really, really fun. So, so, thank you for all the work that you put in. Yeah, it's gonna. So, so, program is always a great time at Ashish Shalom, and I think it's really great this year. It's gonna be really fun again, and fun in a new way, which I think is what we're what we need to do, right? We we have to like uh, you know always like rethink and try try new things, and so. I think it's going to be really great. Uh, I, I'm teaching, it's a new old class um, that is meeting now on Tuesdays. So I think uh, by the time I guess this is released, it'll probably have already happened. But it's actually been happening in sort of like a beta mode for, for like a month or so. Uh, I've been gathering with a group for, like I'm calling it an advanced halakha reading group. These are people who have stronger Hebrew reading skills. And we've been reading through a very long 
but but pretty clearly written halachic um, monograph tshuva by Rav Ra'ema Cohen mm-hmm. on conversion to Judaism in modern Israel. It's a mm-hmm. really um, fascinating, fascinating um, essay, and uh, you know, it's like so. Uh, sort of, I, I had like a little like a you know a beta group of te- you know early uh, testers, people with who I knew could would be able to like read through uh, a Hebrew text and and discuss it. Um, and, and and now I think. We have some momentum, so we're opening the class for others, and, mm. and uh, it's, the, the material is long enough that you can jump in now and not, <laughs> you'll, you'll be okay even if you missed like a couple of weeks. Like we will, we'll fill you in to, to the ideas that he shared and developed up until now, uh, but he's really laying a, a foundation for like the halakhic process writ large, what it means to, uh, you know, that halakha is not a um, sort of a dry mathematical uh, kind of calculation, but it has to take into account the specific circumstances of the case at hand that a judge rendering a lucky decision has to have like really like like deep deep connection to the circumstances so like one one like great example that that um, is there as just as, a, as an example of just this type of contextual lucky thinking an early early chuva by Rev Cook uh, written to him from a small community in Australia someone says is it appropriate that the the person leading like the services at our synagogue who's also the Balkore and the Shochet and like doing all these community functions that this person um, isn't actually um, Sabbath observant and c- keeps mm. the store open on Shabbos. Is that really okay? And I said, no, that's really not okay. Like somebody mm. who, who is working and keeps the store open on Shabbos shouldn't have all of these like really sensitive ritual roles mm. in the community. And then he got a second letter from that same community and said, oh, it turns out like this, this man, you know, it's his, um, he's the only reason the shul exists. And the letter was sent by <laughs> members of the competing reform synagogue down the street who felt that it was just hypocritical that the Orthodox shul, you know, had this guy, wow. you know, whose store was open on Shabbos. But so they were trying to like undermine him by wow. writing to Rav Cook. And Rav Cook said, well, now that I realize it, like this is the only reason why this, like why Orthodox Judaism exists in the city, like, you know, not great, but like, you know, don't, don't rock the boat right now and, and, wow. and keep the guy in this function. I think also it was his wife who ran the store, not him anyway. Um, so mm. it was an interesting example of just how like you, you can't render halakhic judgments in abstract. You have to take into account the, the full context of, of the civic situation. And uh, um, that's sort of one memorable, uh, you know, sort of tidbit that we've encountered in the class. But mm-hmm. others who are, um, you know, who can have a basic reading knowledge of Hebrew should, should, should join. And, and if that's not you, um, we'll, you know, come speak to me. We'll find some time to like mm-hmm. offer some sort of distilled uh, version of the, uh, of the class, you know, for, for those who need a little bit more scaffolding or, or translation. Just the, the other the context of the class, this long chuba of Ray McCohen w- was written in the context of the Israeli minister of religious affairs, um, uh, Minister Kahana, who is advancing, uh, trying to advance legislation to radically or substantially change the way that, uh, among other things, conversion to Judaism functions in, in Israel. Mm. Uh, and this tshuva is sort of like the halachic piece that's supporting uh, his initiatives. I think most of the rabbinic establishment in Israel is opposed to uh, these changes, but there are some rabbis who are in favor, and this is the like theoretical work that's underpinning it. They want to um, allow a return to a, a prior status quo where rabbis of, syn- of cities and communities could oversee conversions in their own cities and communities, and with the understanding being that they could have a little bit more flexibility about standards um, and procedures. And, wow. and this is a chuva. This is like a 150-page argument in favor of somewhat more relaxed conversion standards. Not very relaxed conversion standards, but somewhat more relaxed conversion standards. What brought you to this chuva? It was shared with the the RCA, the Rabbinical Council of America, shared it a few weeks ago. Um, mm. 
they had a, you know, the uh, chief, the current chief rabbi, the Ashkenazi chief rabbi, Rabbi Lau, is very opposed to these reforms, very opposed yeah. to this legislation. Yeah. And he is trying to get, like, Orthodox rabbis all across the world to, like, come out publicly supporting mm-hmm. him and his position against the legislation. So he reached out to the RCA to ask to speak to the rabbis and to sort of share his perspective, and he did. And then there were some members of the RCA, well, now that we've heard from the chief rabbi, can we hear from somebody from the government, from the minister, or some rabbi associated with that? Mm-hmm. And so the minister spoke to the RCA like a day or two later, wow. and he first sent along, um, here's this true, read this first. <laughs> so wow. and I, I heard I heard that... Uh, in a the Dayanis Kola at YU is also learning through this Truman right now. Someone told me, <laughs> someone saw the event on Facebook and said, "Oh, they're learning this." And you know, the, oh, cool. the, the Dayanian, the, the future judges are, are reading through this. So this it's, it's a very, it's a beautiful essay. It's 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 uh, very you know, even if you can't you know anyone who's able to, I'd recommend reading through it hmm. um, if you can. 